I just want to bring you up to date on that situation downtown that you heard about in the traffic report. A crane has collapsed at a construction site at Simcoe in front. It remains crumpled on a neighboring building. I'm reading some tweets here by Albert Della Talla, who is our global news reporter, who is on scene, and he quotes the chief of uh, the fire department, Chief Pegg, as saying that crews have secured a section of the crane on top of the building, and efforts are underway now to secure the remaining sections and ultimately bring it down. There are no known injuries after this crane collapsed in downtown Toronto today. A lot of questions, obviously, to be asked about the safety there and what kind of safety protocols were or were not followed. Again, that happened at 10 o'clock this morning at Simcoe and Wellington. Two buildings evacuated, 145 Wellington and 40 University Avenue, were both evacuated because of that crane collapse. Uh, also making news today, of course, Doug uh, Ford got a haircut. We're off to Windsor-Essex this morning, bright and early, going to support local business. I'm getting my hair cut and just can't wait to see everyone. Oh, thanks, Doug. Uh, and then, uh, and then, of course, Doug Ford's team had a pooled, um, that's what we call it in, in the news business, pool, when you send one camera from one of the television stations, maybe it's City, maybe it's CBC, maybe it's Global, depending, and then everybody takes it, right? So that way we cut down on expenses. We don't have, you know, four or five or six uh, camera operators in a small space, just one. And so there was a feed that came in this morning, and I'll just play, here's here's what Doug Ford asked for. Just trim it up a bit. Just trim it up a bit. Just a bit of a trim. You can see Doug Ford getting a haircut on our Instagram page at AM 640, if that's the kind of thing that tickles your fancy. If you like that kind of thing, that's where you can see it. All right, in the news today, a rally being held, uh, I believe, in the last hour, demanding justice for Chantel Krupka. She is a 34-year-old mother who said that police were responding to a domestic call made by her ex-partner on Mother's Day, and she says that uh, one of the officers who responded tasered her in the back, and then the other officer shot her in the abdomen. She was injured by the officers while she was on the front porch of her home. A single bullet fractured her right hip. The SIU, of course, is investigating because we have an incident here where there has been a serious injury, been an injury to a person, and it's been police involved. So Special Investigations Unit invokes its mandate. On June 23rd, the SIU issued a press release saying the investigation was close to completion. Let's get an update on both the rally and where the SIU is on all of this. Our Camille Karamali is following this story for us today. Hey, Camille. Hey, Alan. Yeah, so uh, what I'm seeing right now is uh, what's been happening in the past uh, half an hour or so. is a bit of a stalemate at the entranceway to 22 Division here uh, of uh, the Peel Regional Police uh, Station. And uh, why I call it a stalemate is because uh, Krupka is actually supposed to be going in to get her fingerprints and mugshot done uh, because she was charged that very night. Uh, what she claims is like after she was shot uh, by that police officer, uh, they found money and a bit of marijuana in her home. And so then they charged her with laundering proceeds of crime committed within Canada and then possession for the purpose of distributing over 50 grams of marijuana uh, charges, which she is denying. So part of this rally is uh, to protest and support um, Krupka and uh, and as she's going in to get these uh, these fingerprints done. 
But what ended up happening was she wanted to speak to the superintendent and would only go in if she was able to speak to, uh, in her words, somebody in charge. But they said, nope, you know, you're going to come with us and we're going to do the fingerprints. And she refused to go in. So there was a bit of a stalemate. There was an uproar by her supporters and chanting and, and she refused to go in. And uh, now it looks like she's going to leave from what I'm seeing here. And uh, and her last words before uh, she sort of is starting to pack up and leave is if they don't uh, allow me in to speak to a superintendent while I'm getting my fingerprints and photograph taken, well, then, you know, they can just come and arrest me if they really want it that way, because I'm not going in unless I speak to a superintendent. So uh, that's what we've been watching transpire over the last half an hour, 45 minutes or so. Camille, has she said why she wants to speak to a superintendent? Well, so she actually said that uh, she doesn't feel safe. Uh, you know, uh, she claims, obviously, a Peel police officer, uh, while she was unarmed, came to her home. And, and um, what she says she was sort of protesting in that being verbal and, and putting her fist up in the air and saying that she hasn't done anything wrong. Mind you, this all, uh, according to her, began uh, when her ex, who she has joint custody over her son with, uh, as you recall, this happened on Mother's Day. She wanted to spend some time with her son, who was with her ex-partner, and uh, she claimed she didn't say anything threatening at that uh, during those text message exchanges. And uh, so uh, it, it, that's how it all began. And so she says she was unarmed and she hadn't been saying anything threatening. And as a result of that, uh, she was tasered and shot on her own front porch. So she's saying she doesn't want to deal with um, anybody below a superintendent because she does. She just, at this point, doesn't trust the police after what transpired that Mother's Day night. Has the SIU confirmed, like, any of this? Are, 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 we, are we saying she's saying that she was shot by police, or do we, do we, I mean, we would know that, right? Yeah, so here's what Peel police say. Uh, they confirmed that a female was struck and injured on May 10th by a police discharged firearm. So uh, they say that an incident did, did place, take place rather that night where a woman was shot by a uh, police discharged firearm is the phrasing they're using. So uh, Peel are admitting it to some capacity that a woman was shot by a police officer. Now SIU has taken over the investigation. So as you very well know, that's usually when a police body becomes quite uh, quiet and can't really reveal any more details. All they did say was that uh, SIU did say that the investigation is close to being complete. Um, and, uh, and so we're just waiting to hear from SIU at this point. But as I'm watching right now, um, Chantel Krupka is just hugging people as she's leaving uh, the, the 22 Division uh, of Peel Regional Police uh, here. And uh, what we're seeing is that she's leaving without having her mugshot or fingerprints uh, registered uh, as a re uh, in relation to these charges here. So it looks like she's parting ways and, and this sort of stalemate that we've been seeing happen uh, in the past half hours is coming to an end, but uh, not much of a resolution as, uh, once again, she did not uh, get registered or processed as a, re as a result of these charges. So, so those charges are still outstanding? Those charges are still outstanding, yeah. And, and she, she says she's denying those charges, and it was especially unfair because uh, what she claims happened was after she was tasered and shot in the abdomen, uh, that's when police went into her residence without a warrant and found the money and the marijuana, um, and, and that's 
what warranted those charges. Um, so they're asking, and that's been some of the chance here, for those charges to be dropped, especially since she was shot and SIU is investigating now. Um, one, one more thing, she also claims that she got a call from SIU this morning, just before this press conference, saying that the police officer uh, will be charged. Um, and so she played back a recording for us, but once again, uh, doing our due diligence, I've reached out to SIU to confirm that independently. So um, in some capacity, we're not reporting that quite yet, nor saying the name of the officer um, until we get confirmation from SIU that, uh, in fact, that police officer that uh, allegedly shot her has been charged. That's a very interesting development there. Uh, Peel Region, I know you've covered a number of these cases uh, recently. We have Ijaz Chaudhry. We have DeAndre Campbell. uh, We have now Chantal Krupka, all of these three. Uh, two of these uh, were fatals. One, um, Chantel, shot in the abdomen. All, I believe, all peel, correct? And we don't have any details on any of it because we're waiting for the SIU. Absolutely. And, you know, our, our foreign officer did an interview, uh, a one-on-one uh, with uh, the head of SIU. And, and you know, that, that's a question that gets posed time and time again. Um, also, a, a lack of, of clarity around what goes on behind the scenes leaves a lot of us as reporters and a lot of the public very confused as to how they come to those conclusions. So um, the time, the weight, and, and, and the lack of transparency, uh, especially here within this crowd, leaves uh, a lot of questions unanswered and a lot of doubt in the capabilities of the SIU as well. Now, now they are taking uh, a little bit of uh, a small victory, considering it a small victory, uh, according to Chantel, that uh, this officer apparently will be charged and we'll find out later today once SIU gets back to me. But uh, in the meantime, right now, there, it, it, you know, the wait time is casting a, a long shadow and, and a lot of doubt on uh, SIU's ability to what they consider doing the right thing and, and charging this police officer. So this this um, this rally is wrapping up and, and she's leaving and, and that's pretty much it for, for where you are right now. Yeah, I mean, it, it's tough to tell because, you know, they, they sort of, uh, trickled away from the door, and then a police officer came in and said, look, Chantel, you can still come in and get your fingerprints done, but all these people will have to stay outside. And she said, no, I'm not going in there alone. That, that's part of uh, what she says is the fear that she has is being alone with those officers. And, and you know, um, she says she has PTSD. So now I'm seeing them pick up the signs again and, and uh, do a bit of chanting. Uh, they're taking some pictures now. So uh, people are still here, but they're not crowding the door and and uh, yelling and chanting at police officers near the entrance like they were um, a few minutes ago. All right, Camille Caramali, we'll have a report on that on Global News at 5.30. And uh, stay with us here on Global News Radio for further updates throughout the course of the day on this developing story. Camille, thank you so much. Thanks, Alan.